little short video, especially there's so many of you that weren't here this morning, and it just is a little bit of the history of how Joni and I started in Christian television 30-something years ago and a little bit about what Daystar is today. And let me go ahead and tell you what I'm going to preach about because the video goes along with it so well. I feel like the Lord has spoke to me to preach to you tonight. Don't give up on your dream. Don't give up on your dream. In fact, I'm going to just preach a little bit before I sh share the video because this is not even in my notes. But as I was praying, the Lord said, share some of this right here. You know, a lot of boys, when, they, when you're little, you'd have a dream of what you would be one day. That some of you, maybe you dreamed you'd like to be a policeman or a fireman or a sports star. And young girls many times will dream about becoming a wife and a mother or perhaps a nurse. But while I was sitting there, the Lord said to me that there is somebody here today that you could be the future president of New Zealand or you could be the future first lady of New Zealand. You could become a scientist who invents something that will cure cancer. You could be a missionary who goes to the foreign fields and wins countless thousands for Christ. It is unlimited to what God can do to, through you because He is an unlimited God. So don't look at your ability and what you have or you don't have. I told the audience this morning when God called me to preach that I was most unlikely because I was so very shy. And I thought, God, you got the wrong person. You made a big mistake, but he could see so far beyond what I could see. And what you are now is, is so uh, not in comparison to what you're going to be, because again, it's not your ability but when God's anointing comes on your life, when God gifts you and he blesses you and he teaches you, you can become so much more. So you say, well, Marcus, how can I know what I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do and why God put me in this earth, in this world? Well, think about this. This is, again, not in the notes. The Lord spoke to me and said to tell you, what are you passionate about? What are you interested in? What do you spend time thinking about? What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? All of these are indicators of what God has placed on the inside of you. He's already given you certain gifts, but the great thing about it is if you'll just say, Yes, Lord. Could somebody say that? Yes, Lord. Say it again, yes, Lord. Then the thing about God that's so beautiful is he will take the gifting that you have and he will multiply it. We know that parable uh, in the Bible about when the master left, before he left, he gave one five talents, he gave another two, and he gave another one. 
The one with the five took it and used it and multiplied it. The same way the one with only two gifts. But the one with only one gift because of fear buried his gift thinking, okay, at least I won't squander it. If I bury it, I won't lose it. And so we know that the ones that use their gifts for God, when the master came back, he gave them even more. So God wants to do that with you today. So let's watch this little short video, and then I'll be right back to preach. Don't give up on your dream. So you're going to see the dream come alive before your very eyes. We were on the Mount of Olives, and the still, small voice of the Lord spoke to me. And he said, go and build the first Christian TV station in the history of the state. I remember when we got it all, I got in my little Volkswagen and I drove to Dallas to start working on building Daystar. The Potter's House Church wants to take the time to thank the Lord for Channel 29 all of its affiliates, and particularly for Marcus and Joni Lamb, and the tremendous job they're doing of reaching the world for Jesus Christ. We just appreciate them so Every yes to God is an open door to the impossible. Christian television right now is all about Jesus, and we're giving the bread of life to hungry people. We are so proud to be on the Daystar Network. One thing about Christian television is it can go places that we might not ever be able to go. Do you know Daystar is on over 200 countries every day? God be all of the glory. If you have your Bibles this evening or you have your, your smartphone, turn in the Old Testament to the book of Habakkuk. I mean, that's pretty hard to even pronounce, isn't it? Who would name their kid Habakkuk? I guess Mr. and Mrs. Habakkuk named him Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Everybody say vision. And make it plain on tablets. You see, Apple doesn't have anything on God. He had the tablets before Apple ever came up with the iPad. Make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, 
Listen to the declarative language. And it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Another word for vision. I'm in television. I'm telling the vision. I'm proclaiming the vision. But another word for vision is dream. Don't give up on your dream. It may tarry. It may take a while. It may not happen overnight. But God is faithful. His word is true. And if God said it's going to happen, then ladies and gentlemen, you can write it down even on the tablets of your heart because it shall surely come to pass. I believe in this audience, Pastor Sam Monk, that there are world shakers and history makers and champions for Christ. Men and women and young people that are going to do mighty exploits for the Lord. I don't know when Jesus is going to come back, but if the Lord tarries a while, then there are going to be young people that you're going to grab the torch. You're going to run with it. You're going to grab the baton, and you're going to run the race, and you're going to finish strong. I can't wait to hear what God does with this generation. I believe tonight is a divine appointment. Several years ago, I was preaching in Atlanta at the great Mount Perrin Church. And Rachel, I looked out in the audience and I said, I have a prophetic word for you. And I turned and I pointed my finger and I said, some of you are pregnant. And when I did, Kathy Monk, three ladies in their 70s fainted right there in their seats. No, I'm just kidding about that. You are pregnant with destiny. God is saying the same thing to people here tonight at Equippers Church in New Zealand. You are pregnant with destiny. So listen to this. How many have ever heard of Pastor Joel Osteen? You ever heard of Pastor Joel Osteen? My dear friend, I preached for him many times. His father was a great pastor and man of God like your father, Pastor Bruce Monk, is. Pastor John Osteen used to say, great it is to dream the dream when you stand in youth by the starry stream. But a greater thing is to fight life through and find at the end the dream is true. You know, years ago, Equippers Church was a dream of your mom and dad, but today it's a reality. So I say to you tonight, whatever your dream is, don't give up on your dream and don't quit dreaming because God is going to bring your dream to pass. <clears throat> you saw in that video that Daystar, it's, the video is a proof of God fulfilling his dream. Proverbs 29, 18 says that without a vision, the people perish. Or without a dream, the people perish. And there's some ministers that would say that without people, the vision will perish. But I'm saying to you tonight, don't give up on your dream. Now I want to share some quick points with you. But let me ask you this question. What is your dream? Is it for your family to be saved? 
Is it for your marriage to be restored, your body to be healed, perhaps a promotion on your job, or to own your own business, or maybe a call into the ministry? Well, the great dreamer of the Bible was Joseph. He went through a lot of difficult things because of his dreams. In fact, he was even sold into slavery by his own brothers. The ultimate betrayal, your own family. They sold him into slavery, but first they threw him into a pit, and he thought that he would die. But Joseph went from the pit to Potiphar's house. He went from Potiphar's house to the prison. He went from the prison to the prime minister's palace, and eventually he became the prime minister of the nation. As a result of that, Joseph was used by God to save not only the nation of Israel, but his very own brothers who had betrayed him. Why? Because Joseph did not forget God's dream. Joseph kept on believing God. Even in a prison, he said, God will be faithful. But you know what? Maybe you feel like your life is messed up. I feel like this microphone's messed up. I'm going to keep shouting it anyway. I'll tell you a funny story. Years ago, before I married Joni, I was a young single evangelist. I was preaching in this huge church, Pastor Sam, and all the power went out. So think about that. Not only did I not have a microphone, I didn't have any lights. So I jumped down off the platform. Boy, if I jumped off this platform, I might hurt myself. <clears throat> I jumped down. And I'd go and I'd stand in a seat and I'd preach to like a section of the church over there. Then I'd run over to the other side and I'd preach to a section of that church doing the best I could with the hand that I was dealt. But maybe you feel like your life has been messed up. Joseph probably felt that way when he was thrown into the pit and especially when he was thrown into the palace. And you know, Joseph tried to help God out. He told the baker and he told the butler, tell the king about me. But you know, the Bible says promotion doesn't come from man. Promotion comes from the Lord. <clears throat> maybe you feel messed up because you've gone through a divorce. The devil tries to tell divorced people that you're disqualified. You can no longer be used by God. Maybe you lost your job or you filed for bankruptcy. Perhaps you even have a criminal record. So you may not feel qualified and you may even feel disqualified. But I came all the way from Dallas, Texas of the United States of America to tell you that God can qualify the unqualified and God can even qualify the disqualified. So don't give up on your dream. Woo, that's pretty good. Now here's something shocking. And before you declare me a heretic, Listen to the conclusion of the matter, as the scriptures tell us. You're going to be shocked to find out that man can sometimes hinder God's plan for your life. You say, how can that be? 
because God allows people the free will, the freedom of choice. But here's the good news. If man messes up God's plan A, then God has a plan B. And I'm here to tell you God's plan B can be just as good or better than his plan A. So point number one, winners don't quit and quitters don't win. So don't give up the power of perseverance. Joshua Brown, that's perhaps the greatest lesson that Joni and I have learned both in marriage and in ministry. Don't give up. Vince Lombardi, you may not have heard of him here in New Zealand, but people are going to watch this on Daystar around the world, and many people will know that he was the legendary head football coach of the Green Bay Packers. Anybody ever heard of the Super Bowl? He won the first Super Bowl in 1967 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Vince Lombardi said, it's not whether you get knocked down because everybody's going to get knocked down, but it's whether you get back up again. <clears throat> Micah 7 and 8, rejoice not over me, oh, my enemy, for when I fall, I shall arise. Ladies and gentlemen, you may get knocked down in life, but pick yourself up and start marching forward in the Spirit and learn from the mistakes that you made. I gotta hurry along with this because I see on that clock the time of my departure is at hand. God doesn't look at success like man does. He doesn't look at numbers the way man does. He looks at faithfulness. Faithfulness, faithfulness. Again, say, yes, Lord. Here am I, send me. So be the best you that you can be. Because when God made you, he made an original. There's not another one exactly like you in all of the world. So point number one was winners don't quit and quitters don't win. Point number two is take it one day at a time. You see, if you'll be led by the Holy Spirit every day, then every day will bring you into the ultimate will and plan of God for your life. When you wake up in the morning, Pastor Joel and I, we both, this is one of our favorite verses, Lamentations 3.23, His mercies are new every morning. Last night might have been a rough night. Last week might have been a rough week. Last month might have been a disaster. But every morning when you wake up, the good news is His mercies are new every morning. So as you're led by God that day, Lord, today I'll be led by your spirit. Today I will hear your voice. Today I will follow in your footsteps. Today I'll be a blessing to somebody. As you do that every day, then you're living out the will of God for your life. You see, a lot of times God doesn't show you everything in advance. And I said this to the audience this morning for two reasons. One is like if God would have showed me all that about Daystar, I would have said, that's too big, that's too much responsibility. How would you like to have to believe God for over 100 
million dollars a year. How much is that every day? Is that um, is it three hundred thousand a day? Is that what it is? I think it's about like that. What if every day you had to say, "Okay, got to have three hundred thousand dollars come in today." So God doesn't show you because you may be so overwhelmed that you would be paralyzed by fear and you wouldn't walk forward and you wouldn't fulfill your dream because you would be too fearful. Or could be the opposite. You get so excited about what God shows you. I call it wanting to press the fast forward button of life. You'd want to run ahead or jump ahead to what you see in that vision is going to be before you're ready before the situation is prepared or before the people are prepared that God has called alongside to help you. <clears throat> now here's the little nugget that I'm going to throw in for free. Everybody say free. free. Be sure to schedule some time each day to think about your dream, to visualize it to make a plan. There's an old adage that says, if you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. So you gotta nurture that dream on the inside of your heart. And the best way to see your dream come to pass is to help someone else with their dream first. Sow into somebody else's field. And as you're faithful to bless somebody else, God is watching. God is mindful. And as he sees you're unselfish and you're generous to help somebody else's dream come to pass, God says, I'm going to make sure that your dream comes to pass. And then God will send somebody to help you just like you helped others. The scripture says what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. So point number one was, don't give up, don't quit. <clears throat> point number two was, take it one day at a time. Point number three is, your attitude will determine your altitude or how high you will fly. In John Maxwell's book, The Winning Attitude, he describes attitude like this. Its roots are inward, but its fruit is outward. Attitude is either your best friend or your worst enemy. Daystar has hundreds of employees. Many times I've said in staff meetings, I'm not so interested in your gifts or your talents or even your experience, but I'm mostly interested in your attitude, in your heart. And so is God. Attitude is more honest and more consistent than your words. It is the librarian of your past. It is the speaker of your present. And it is the prophet of your future. Attitude matters. A soldier has the attitude of a warrior. An athlete has the attitude of a winner. And a reaper has the attitude of a farmer. You believe in increase. So what is the right kind of attitude? You need to be passionate about your dream. If you don't get excited about your dream, 
then nobody else is going to get excited about your dream. So attitude is important. Now get ready to shout. God does not determine the future based on your past. That's too good to say just once. God does not use your past to determine your future. You may feel inadequate. That's how I felt when God called me to preach at the age of 15. You want me to tell you how you can tell whether your dream is from God? Usually, when the dream is so big that there's no way you can do it on your own. Pastor Sam, if somebody would have told you and your dad 20 years ago that you would have equippers churches all over the world, could you have even imagined it? Could you even have believed it? Joni, if somebody would have told us that that one day after we built that first little fledgling TV station in Montgomery, Alabama, that Daystar would be in every city in America and every country of the world and over two billion people could watch. Could you have believed it? Since there's so many young people here, let me show you, tell a little testimony. A couple of years ago, a young lady sent an email to Daystar. Dear Daystar, I live in Tehran, Iran. I am not a Christian. I am a Muslim. And I watch Daystar often. And I would like to purchase a DVD of a TV show that Joni did about helping young ladies get out of the sex industry because I want to share it with my fellow university students here in Tehran, Iran, because they need to hear it. My God, a Muslim in Iran watching Christian television and then giving money to help reach the fellow Muslims. Ladies and gentlemen, we're living in the last days of human history. So if the dream is so big that you will have to depend totally on God to do it, and then God does that because he wants to get all of the credit. He wants to get all of the glory. He wants to get all of the honor. Zechariah, you may have to start small. Zechariah 4 and 10, despise not small beginnings. After we had built the station in Montgomery, one day we were in Orlando, Florida. You may not have heard of Charisma Magazine, but it's the preeminent magazine in the charismatic world. And we were introduced to the owner of the magazine. And my friend said, this is Marcus and Joni Lamb. They're moving to Dallas, Texas to build a Christian TV station. And that man got a contorted look on his face like we had just said, this is Marcus and Joni Lamb and they're going to fly to Mars without a spaceship. So people may doubt, people may not believe but here's some good counsel if you talk small about a small place it'll just get smaller 
But if you talk big about a small place, it'll only get bigger. So despise not small beginnings because God has so much more. Then finally, who said that so good? Will you go with me in my meetings and say that when I preach? Say it again. Oh, glory to God. My God, I was feeling a little tired, but I'm feeling a lot better now. Point number four, you must be prepared to take risk, but only when you have a clear word from God. You see, some people do things out of presumption. They don't have a call from God. I heard somebody say, Pastor Sam will know this name, the legendary evangelist R.W. Shambach. Brother Shambach said, some were called, some were sent. Some just packed up and went. Some heard teach and thought it was preached. You know, and some people, their grandma calls them or their mom and dad calls them. You have to have a call from God. It can't just be a pepperoni pizza dream that you had from the night before. You've got to have a sure word from the Lord. My friend Kenneth Copeland says, one word from God can change your life forever. And you say, well, how can we trust that? If God gives you a dream, how can you trust that it'll come to pass? One of my favorite verses, Isaiah 46 and 10. He who knows the end from the beginning. Woo! He's already seen your future. So you know what that means? The Lord gave me this the other day. See, the devil is not omnipotent. He's not omniscient. He's not omnipresent. So because God has already looked into the future and seen your dream come to pass, then the devil cannot go back in time and change it because God has already determined it. Boy, I'm preaching good in Auckland, New Zealand. So if we hadn't had a word from God, Joni and me, we had a lot of opportunities to give up, to quit, to stop, and to go do something else. That's what kept us going so very, very long. So after we built the station in Montgomery, we moved to Dallas. And it was just little Marcus and Joni. We had a little Honda car. And it was just Jonathan, who was six, and Rachel, who was nine months old. Hold up your hand, Rachel Michelle, my little pretty blonde. And we could only afford to rent a two-bedroom apartment. So Jonathan Six and nine-month-old Rachel had to share the same apartment. And it wasn't the best apartment in the world. Two bedrooms, yes. Thank you. Help me out, Joni. Yeah, two bedrooms. So they had to share a bedroom. One time in the middle of the day, I heard a blood-curdling scream. It was Joni. I thought somebody, Kathy, had a knife to her throat. I go running there into the bathroom, and Joni 
There's nobody there with a knife. There was just a little rat that had run across the bathroom floor. And Joni <laughs> was screaming out of distaste for that little rat. Why do I tell you that? Because again, look at what God has done. Daystar is totally out of debt. In the last few years, Daystar has given, now hear me, given almost $100 million to help the poor and the needy, social needs, natural disasters, missionaries, churches. <laughs> Sam Monk, you can't give $100 million away, son, unless you got $100 million. Despise not small beginnings. I want to end with this as I'm running out of time. Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart because from it flows the spring of life. The only person that can prevent your dream from coming to pass is you. The devil can't prevent it. Your boss can't prevent it. Your family can't prevent it. Your husband or wife can't prevent it. You're the only one. So guard your heart and be totally dependent on God. You don't have to have it all figured out. He's the master of every situation. He's already got it all figured out. All you've got to do is say, yes, Lord. Would you say that? I want the musicians to come to the instruments. Let me just share just a few words from the Word of God. Numbers 23, 19, Behold, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the Son of Man that he should repent. Has he said it, and shall he not do it? Has he spoken it, and shall he not make it good? Psalms 27, 13, and 14, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalms 37 and 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will grant unto you the desires of your heart. Psalms 37 and 5, commit your way unto him, and he shall bring it to pass. Psalms 91, 1, 91, 2, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In him do I put my trust. I'm preaching, don't give up on your dream. I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to lift your hands like lightning rods towards the heavenlies. I want you to begin to bombard heaven with praise. Thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him for His greatness. Thank Him for His wonderful mercy and His love to you. I worship you, Father. I worship you. Now, don't leave unless you absolutely have to because I'm going to be obedient to the Lord. For behold, I have spoken to you this night 
I have sent my servant to proclaim my word. My hand is upon your life, and I have called you to a higher place and a greater purpose. For I will yet do wondrous things that you will be amazed at. And you will look back on this night, saith the Lord, and you will see that I am faithful and that I keep my word. Trust in me. Look not to your own strength, but look to me as your source and your help and your mighty deliverer. And I, saith the Lord, will bring your dream to pass. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is how we do it.